Welcome to the Wandering Sun Podcast. I am your host, Eric Villatoro. And today we're talking Jesus and social media with digital brand strategist, social influencer, public speaker, and most importantly, an amazing woman of faith, Chancea Carruthers. So a little backstory on my friendship with Chancea. We actually randomly met at my church earlier this year as she was invited through a friend that I had invited. Um, it was completely a God-given moment because literally if it wasn't for that specific meeting, we wouldn't be talking right now. Um, after gathering at church, Chancea, our friend Brandon and I spent about four hours just talking about Jesus. And through that, I started to find out about all the other amazing things she was a part of, which is honestly too much to mention in this one interview. But just to give you a little glimpse on some of her accomplishments, uh, Chancea grew up here in D.C., but for the last 10 years, she's been building her career in L.A. She's partnered with brands such as Macy's, Neutrogena, Marriott Hotels, L'Oreal, Intuit. She's been featured in publications such as BuzzFeed, Cosmopolitan, Beautycon, Refinery29, just to name a few. No big deal. (laughs) But... Besides how incredibly intelligent Chancea is, what I really love and respect about her, like I mentioned before, is her love for Jesus. And that's why she's here. And she knows a lot about social media, so we can all learn something from her today. So I pray Holy Spirit speaks to you through this conversation. I hope you're encouraged. Enjoy. Chancey, I would love to just start with a Bible verse. I think uh, I started doing this recently because I realized that the most important thing, the most the most important thing that we're talking about, the most person, uh, important being that we're talking about is Jesus. And so I wanted to start with his word, getting us right. So what is a Bible verse that has been speaking to you? And then maybe just explain why. Um, I know for me, I, I pretty much resonate on the same scriptures. So this is a popular one that a lot of believers know, but to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then everything else will be mm-hmm. added. So uh, I think that's a scripture that is just timeless. It doesn't matter what season that we're in to seek God first, to yeah. put him first above our plans, our dreams, our goals, our visions, our ideas, our schedule. Um, and it doesn't mean just to seek him first, like wake up and pray and read a scripture and all that, you know, your devotion, but to have him on your mind in your heart to yeah. consider him before making certain decisions, before setting certain goals. So that's something I have to constantly be reminded of to put him before everything else and to yeah. realize he'll add everything else. Yeah. And not only to seek him first but to seek righteousness mm. it says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his right to seek his righteousness yeah um which is to live a life that's righteous that's pure that's holy that's pleasing to him and to realize everything else will be added yes we do have to work faith without works is dead but he will he will do more he'll do exceeding yeah. abundantly above what we can ask think or even work um so I thought it was just two scriptures, but that's what's been on my heart. No, I love <laughs> just, that. Just in this season. I love that because that's that's definitely a verse that 
I constantly repeat to myself. I think that's probably the one that I repeat to myself the most because it's so easy for us to get distracted, especially if 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 we've been blessed enough to to have a lot of things to do, um, I have a lot of things to work on. It's so easy for us to just say, you know what, I have to do this right now, and then put the Bible to the side, put prayer to the side because you have because you think that you're gonna miss out on whatever the world has to offer. And um, and I don't know if, if you can relate to this, but every time, um, well, I'm sure you can relate to this. Every time those things, we focus on those things, something starts to happen inside. You start getting anxiety or you start to feel like uh, worried about something. Um, absolutely, absolutely. When you're not making him center and you're replacing him with goals, dreams, ambitions, you know, you've got to meet certain deadlines. And I believe in hustle, but I believe in hustling smart and hustling smart is putting him um, central to all of that and creating balance. So yes, when we overdo things and we do things that are not covered under his grace, not only have I realized that it does cause anxiety, depression, you know, feeling, um, just low self-esteem, feeling like you're not doing enough and doing all this might work. The Bible says it's not by might nor by power, Mm. but it's by his spirit. Um, But so you get those feelings. That's one thing. But also I realize it doesn't produce as much fruit as Mm. I anticipated. So I do all that. You get a small result. But sometimes when I do less, put him first, I get a much greater reward. Um, So, I mean, I think that my strategies and philosophies and when it comes to being a believer and having certain goals may be a little different than traditional um, business strategists and, you know, the the people of our time and how they're just telling us to go after things and go for it. I'm like, yeah, hustle smart, but rest often, rest in his presence, you know, um, and, and to saturate yourself, consume yourself in him. And I don't know, I haven't figured this out yet. I know we have moms and wives and people who wear multiple hats and I don't wear those hats yet. But I know for me, um, most of my time needs to be consumed with him, Mm. period. You know, and and, and so I think about the, the fact of us, um, the Bible talks about the word being our daily bread, him being our daily bread. Yeah. And so if I'm spending eight hours working, you know, and then I'm spending time eating and I'm spending time with family, but I've only really consumed him 10 minutes out the day. I am literally starving yeah. spiritually. So in creating that ba- balance, I'm saying, yeah, work, but work while you work in pray. Mm. While you're working, put some worship music in. While you're working, you know, just be diligent about seeking his face. You know, um, if you're listening to a podcast while you're working, let it be a faith-based one. You know, um, where you're nourishing your soul while still working in this world. Mm, That's good. That's really good. Um, Chansea, I, uh, I don't know if you could tell... But I'm pretty nervous having you on here because you are, you are like, you do so much. You are a busy woman. 
you know, you, you were a woman about your business. Um, I had the pleasure to meet you in at church through a friend, Brandon, shout out to Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's beautiful just how God, you know, connects people. And, Absolutely. you know, if it wasn't for, 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 you know, that moment, we probably would have never really met each other. And so, you do so much. Can you just, in, you know, introduce yourself and, and let the people know that are listening, um, you know, what you do, what, what your, your business is about um, and what you represent? Um, yeah. So I'm born and raised in the Washington, D.C. area. I love D.C. I love the people of D.C. Um, but uh, professionally, I do brand strategy. So I help people to grow their brands. Um, on social media, maximizing the internet, whether you have a product, you have a service, or if you're an individual trying to create a personal brand. Um, I help you to just understand that social media is not just a platform to just kind of post. There are systems, processes, Mm -hmm. algorithms, analytics, all those things that can help you to optimize your goals. Um, and then also monetize them. And it's a, they're free platforms. So I believe just from a ministry perspective um, that these free platforms have been given. As believers, we should maximize them. Yeah. They're great for reaching the gospel to not only your church or your neighbors or your friends, but the actual world um, that someone can stumble across the wandering sun and find the gospel and be mm. connected uh, in a way that they weren't connected to before. So I, I just believe in the internet and I enjoy talking about it all day long. Um, but then a second part of what I do is I myself have maximized the internet. I'm trying to lead by example and I would be considered influ- an influencer, That's which can yeah. have a negative connotation, but I find it to be a really, really positive one. Um, the technically influencers influence people to buy, but in addition to influencing people to buy, I influence Christ as much as I can. Um, and I incorporate him into my life where, um, primarily I focus on travel, fashion, beauty, um, business, but all that is surrounded and cushioned by Christ. Um, and I've really enjoyed, uh, the opportunities that my audience has extended me, um, just through their support, just through their following, just, uh, through our connection. And I, I love the fact just as a, a person, um, I'm an only child and I'm also mm-hmm. a daughter of an only child. Uh, so I don't have aunts. I don't have uncles or at least immediate aunts, immediate uncles. I don't even have cousins. That's uh, so for me, my online community is like family. I've been able wow. to create a digital family of people who have common interests. So they are either, I know that they have connected to me either because of my faith because of the color of my skin, because of my size, because of um, my interest in travel or business, literally my interest, they connect to me and then we can stay connected and cultivate um, just digital relationships. So I believe in the power of community. Um, I've been really intentional throughout my life to have friendships that I've had for decades now, but the internet just, 
I mean, really broaden that scope even more. But um, just backtracking, I've actually been in Los Angeles for the last almost eight years. I'm back in D.C. now, but I built my business primarily as an adult in Los Angeles. And then God has called me back to D.C. for such a time as this. He's a very interesting God. So, you know, things are always subject to change, but I'm resting in where he has me now. Yeah. One thing I love about um, you as a person, you as a influencer, you as a businesswoman is that you're not scared to um, show your faith, show who you believe in. Um, you always find ways, even as I look at your stories, which you're very like when you're active, you are active. You you do things right. You're using uh, GIFs. You're using text on screen. You're, you know, you're like very much involved. You know what you're doing. Um, but you always have little things. If, if you're not speaking it, you always have little things that let people know. Um, you know, about your faith. How, why is that so important to you? Because you could have very well been a person that, you know, established a business and, you know, kept your faith to, to yourself, obviously shared it with people in person, but it seems like you've made it a point to put it out there. Even when you go on your website, right? Like the second, uh, the, one of the main things that you see is faith, and you write about it, you talk about it. Why, why is that so important to you to, to put that, intertwine that perfectly with your business? Um, well, I will be candid in saying that in the earlier onset time of my business, I was more, people knew me directly or personally and knew that I was a devout Christian. Mm. Um, but in reference to my platforms, I was that person who would post and then just put a little scripture, um, you know, and I, hopefully I was encouraging you to go look it up if you were curious, you know, and so you knew the just faith little sprinkles, but I started to douse him in the last few years. Mm. And that is because even the Bible talks about he that wins souls is wise, you mm. know? Um, and so it's really inc- critical that anything he's given us. So once I recognize that God has given me this platform, God has directly connected me to these people where I don't know if they're looking on explore pages or through hashtags or however they're finding me. If he has connected me to them and them to me, I now have a responsibility as a believer to share my faith first. And Mm. then everything else that flows with it, Um, I believe that God has cultivated certain gifts within us, whether someone is a graphic designer or a video producer or, you know, they're interested in makeup or fashion or hair. He's given us so many gifts and talents. Um, And so it's great for people to connect to those things about us. But the core thing that I want someone to connect with me on is my faith. And it's really hard for me personally to separate the two. You know, um, I was just speaking to... Uh, a client recently and I was telling her uh, about God through skincare (laughs) and I was just saying like you know if you have acne prone skin you know and you have products those products will say use as directed you have to use them twice daily so you can have a face full of like acne you know and you can't expect to use it once a week and get results so Mm -hmm. if that is the, the the case with a skincare product 
how much more the word of God mm. that if it says use as directed, you know, you can't expect to read it once a week and be cured of depression, to mm. be cured of anxiety, you know, so you have to do as directed. And if that means twice daily, once daily, whatever, to clear up our skins or to clear up our souls, it's required. Yeah. So I believe that God has given us each gift where I love skincare or I love travel but I confuse those things with the word of God and help to connect to people who may not be believers and help to break it down in layman's terms. But yeah, it's really important to me. Um, and I feel like it's our responsibility as believers to make sure our platforms are clear, um, yeah. that we're unapologetic about his love, about his faithfulness, about the fact that he died on the cross for us and that we can be a resource um, because there are a lot of false teachers out here, yeah. you know, so if you believe, you know, the truth and you have access to the truth of who God is, why not be that resource for someone? And you don't have to have 40,000, 50,000 followers to be that voice. You can have 500, you can have 20. That's yeah. still a whole lot. And, and one thing, um, I believe Jesus was an influencer, you know, just in his, like, Tell he was that. the premium ultimate influ influencer. If we think about, you know, how he fed the 5,000, not yep. including women and children. So if every man had a wife and one child, that was 15,000 people. And that was just on a day, <laughs> on one day. That is not the people that he encountered and um, healed and set free on a given day. So if we're to be like him, we're to be influencers. We're to influence Christ. Um, and it's okay to influence other things, uh, but just to make sure that Christ is the focus. I love that. How are you looking? Like, so social media, it's one of those things that is, is, is tough, you know, internally and externally, you know, just staying up to it. Right. Yeah, um, <laughs> And um, it seems like you, I mean, it seems like you have a pretty good, I mean, this is your business. You have a good understanding of how to go about it. Now, how, how do you maintain your sanity while, <laughs> while still stay active, like on, on social media? Because there's a lot of uh, I know there's going to be a lot of friends that are going to be listening who are going into this thing, right? Like they understand the power of it. They're starting their own businesses. They they love Jesus with all their heart. And, and they know that this is a platform that they can use, right? But we've all been into in a point where it's too much and we have to back away or, or it's getting too cluttered or we're starting to focus too much on ourselves, right? And not on our daily bread, right? On the word. And so how, how have you been able to balance that? What, what words of encouragement or of wisdom can you give to people that have that dilemma? Okay. So um, social media, man, it, it can be a blessing, but it can also definitely have some real challenges of just getting that spirit of overwhelm. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's really important to check your goals with God first um, mm. and check your motives for what you're trying to attain. So if you're trying to attain popularity for the sake of, oh, I'll be more respected if I have certain numbers, God's not concerned about that. So whatever your goals are, you know, in reference to a following, make sure God honors that number. 
I know um, for me, uh, I've been in a, a spirit of maintain, not grow, if that makes sense. Um, okay. In a sense of the fact that it's bigger is not always better. You know, sometimes God wants to see how you steward what you already have well, mm. and then you can graduate from there and he can graduate you. You know, sometimes it all it takes is one person to post you and it goes viral and you've gained 10,000 followers instead of working one follower at a time to post right. 50 billion times a day. So I believe that it's really important in this season to just check your goals at the door first. And see what your goals are. Are they goals that God even is concerned about in this season? Um, And if he is, ask him for divine strategy on how you can work smart to achieve them. That it's not, you know, okay, I have to use Instagram reels and IGTV and Instagram stories and post on YouTube, Instagram posts and too much, like you know. That's what I was. <laughs> you know, like give yourself divine doses of what it is that you should be managing in this season that won't give you that spirit of um, just feeling defeated and just like too. There's too many options, um, mm. and I think the other thing, you know, um, is to give yourself phases. Not saying you won't reach the goal but not to try to reach it overnight. So, you know, how can I um, safely, you know, in a way that guards my spirit, you know, reach a certain goal? Maybe it's in in one quarter, I want to get a thousand followers, let's say. A thousand followers is a whole lot to get in a four-month time frame. You know, that means that's 250 followers a month. You know, and what can I do strategically that that can achieve that goal? Um, mm-hmm. And if you want to do some research to do that, you can do that. But, you know, um, I just know I know people who have no following who have more money in their account than me. You know, I know people who um, don't have following, but they got favor Mm. And that favor will outwin the following any day. Mm. Um, uh, so it's really important to just check your, your, your motives with the Lord. And the last thing I'll say is um, something that I do regularly. Um, and, I, and I have to like do this. Yeah, pretty much every day. I post and then I go off. Like, that's it. I don't go scrolling. I don't go looking at a whole bunch of stories and stuff. And then I have moments where I give myself permission to do that. Where Mm. it's like, okay, you got 10 minutes here, you know, go scrolling, go fishing, go see, you know, go support your friends, you know, go leave comments and stuff. But majority of the time when I am working, that is for me to produce. That is for me to post stories. That is for me to post Instagram posts, but that is not for me to produce and consume. Mm. So that helps me guard what I'm receiving, what my eye gates are seeing, what I'm hearing, and I can stay focused on the mission and then go back for entertainment, for uh, inspiration, for encouragement and support of my friends. That's good. That's really good. I'm glad you mentioned that because even for me personally, I think that's sometimes where I could be drained is you post something and you stay. (laughs) And 
and now you're browsing and now you've you've just uh, got lost yeah Sometimes you can be on tiktok man yeah like, uh, see i had to delete tiktok deleting tiktok was the lord <laughs> you know yo i was so convicted yeah. <laughs> i had to delete tiktok because it's just just so much consuming you can't you can't even exit out you have to like i mean you have to exit out of the platform to be able to take a break you can't take yeah. a break at all on the platform which right. it's insane i'm very interested in the process of us like of people when they like how they seek the lord it's it's something that i just love to hear because it encourages me it pushes me so what does that look like to you and i don't know if this is private i'm i'm just i'm just going for it but what does that time look like for you um on your schedule mm. and throughout your life to to prioritize um god um, I will definitely say I start my day with worship, you know, um, I'll be candid in saying this is not every day. Yeah. Um, just the times where I'm really diligent, very intentional on seeking his face. Um, and just going back to what I was talking about previously about seeking him first, that doesn't mean that you're always like wrapped and consumed in the presence of God. Uh, sometimes you're doing things out of obedience and sacrifice, which is what right. the word says, just to be obedient to consider him. But in reference to um, just really having some intentional time with God, worship is critical mm. for me. Um, I have now, what, is, to, what does worship mean to you? Um, it just means like literally listening to worship music that um, first edifies him because there's a lot of worship music that is very inspirational, more like you can make it, you can do it, all that encouragement, but that has nothing to do with him. What has to do with him is he's holy, he's right. righteous, he's pure, you know, I'm filthy and he's all great. And so when I am reminded of his goodness, which for me, it can take some time. I could have to do 30 minutes or an hour of worship where I'm finally filtering out my thoughts, my to-do mm. list, who I need to call, what I forgot to do, the email I need to send. I have to filter those thoughts out and get concentrated on yeah. him. And when I think about what he's done for me and how he set me free, Mm. Then I tap into a realm <laughs> yeah. of um, just his goodness and his mercy. And that brings conviction, that brings thankfulness, that brings a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving. Um, and so for me, it could just be pacing my floor, worshiping, mm. you know, um, lights off, everything off and just entering into his presence. Um, and then, you know, you can tap, then roll into prayer. Your prayer can then by, be led by God because you're not full of flesh. You have right. left the flesh. You're all into him and who he is. You recognize who he is. And then you can begin to pray. Um, and I know that the times where I'm really uh, connected to him, some of my prayer is not all me talking. It is literally just sitting there having a conversation where maybe I'm talking a little and maybe I'm quiet for 20 yeah. minutes. 
And then maybe I talk some more. And in my quiet time, maybe he puts a close friend on my heart who mm-hmm. I haven't talked to in months and to pray for them and reminds me after that time to send them a text. And they say, you're so timely. And I remember, Eric, we talked about this before, you know, where you um, are obedient to the people he puts on your heart right. and reaching out to them. And so a lot of times my time with the Lord is has nothing to do with me. Mm. Um, it, it has everything to do with him. And I end up realizing a lot of my prayers have to do with others, not myself, not requests for myself, but really proxying for those that I love, that I know. I pray for my audience. I don't even know them by name. And I pray for them. Um, if it's a person who sent me a direct message and they may have just replied to one of my little quoted stories or something, but literally their their name will come to me, some little bootylicious, you know, 24 or something, <laughs> you know? And I'm Lord, like, take care of bootylicious 24. <laughs> you know, you know, like, Lord, you know, bootylicious 24 just, you know, replied three weeks ago, but you just popped them in my heart. I'm praying for them. I'm praying for their family. I'm praying for their finances, their health. Um, And so we have that responsibility, but I think sometimes when we're not in his presence, um, and not saying to to have petitions for ourselves is bad, but, you know, I can do a whole lot of complaining. I can do a whole lot of asking um, and not a whole lot of thanking, you know, not a whole lot of, let me spend some time on someone else other than me. Yeah. Talk to me about the power of asking. Um, Mm. we, we, We talked about this before like on one of our our conversations and 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 you brought this up and your perspective on it and even how you put it into action with um social media and your business i just thought it was great so could you just bless us with that Uh, yeah i mean i will i will say one thing um my mom is my mentor from a business perspective and a spiritual so she has definitely given me some key tools in this game to um, take authority, you know, yeah. and realize your power. And I will also say, besides my mom, let's talk about God and who we are. You know, the fact that the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the mm. fullness thereof. So not only just the grass and the fields and the animal, but the fullness of the earth is his too. And what we are his children. So if we are his children, we are inheritors of what he owns. That means it also belongs to us. That means that not only um, should we treat it well, the earth, but we should be inheritors of what um, is ours. But it doesn't mean it's just going to be given to us. You know, we have a real enemy out here who is here to steal, which means he's trying to steal something that belongs to you. He's here to kill and he's here to destroy. So we have to take authority over the enemy, over what belongs to us, and we have to go get it. And that means asking. That means being very unapologetic about who you are and whose you are. And yeah. and, and sometimes being bold in our request. Um, so whether you have goals or whatever, I believe in the power of a pitch. Okay. And a a lot of, and this is how it all translates to business. And I was talking to someone recently and I was like, 
Think about the people that Jesus had surrounding him. They were all businessmen. You know, we had Peter, who was a fisher of men. That was one of the biggest industries at the time. You know, we had a Matthew, who was a tax collector. Do you know what kind of personality you have to be to knock on someone's door and say, give me your taxes or you're losing your house? Mm. You know, these were very strong personalities. There, He had... He had to have an accountant to manage money and finances when it came to what they were going to eat or where they were going to stay. So Mm. all these strategies are really important. Um, Business strategies are part of the kingdom. Even the Proverbs 31 woman, she was a businesswoman. So go read, you know, and see how business is in in the fabric of the word of God. Um, But a lot of business has to do with believing in yourself, believing in your value, and then going to ask for it and not being afraid of no, because no will come. I get more no's than I get yeses. I'll be candid. That's just a part of business. You know, if you send a hundred pitches, you're not going to get a hundred yeses. You might get 10. You know, so that means you got 90 no's, but those 10 yeses can make up for all the no's that you receive. So it's really important to tap into your value, tap into what belongs to you. But that first has to do with you seeing yourself correctly, seeing yourself for what you're worth, seeing yourself for what you're valued at. And once you do those things, everything else will flow. Um, and it's, yes, you can go online and look up certain strategies and all of that, but you can have the perfect email. But if you ask him for a thousand dollars under what you're worth, then, you know, you, you still don't win, you right. know? And so I think it's really important to one, recognize who you are, who you are. It is better to over ask and get, you know, the nose that you need and, Maybe they talk it down, but you might even be at where you said, okay, well, I was okay with the the number I had in my head anyway. Um, But to go after what God has for you, get creative. Um, This is a really unique season we're in where people don't have jobs and it's just so, so much going on in the world. But I do believe that there, you have um, power, you have authority, you have a mouth. You know, you have your phone, you have, you know, a computer or whatever. Send emails and create creative ways where you can use your skill sets um, and create a win that brings you in monetization or the tools that you need. Maybe you're a video person. Maybe you need to reach out to Canon, Icon, you know, and send some kind of pitch. Yeah, you know, you know, that helps them to see your value, what you can bring to the table and gives them some deliverables, some something in return that helps to pay for the product. And it doesn't have to be a one hit. It could be over the course of time. You know, you can explain your goals. It does not hurt to send the email. You know, you don't know what you'll get in, rep- in reply, but I will yeah. say to be aware that there are a lot of other people who are doing the same. So do what you can to set yourself apart. That's beautiful. Yeah. This, this is why I need friends like you. <laughs> yeah, you know, because we need to hear that, you know. I, I, it, it's just so important, you know. 
I think in our own heads, a lot of times we can we can put ourselves down, and 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 me personally, that happens a lot for sure, you know, and uh, and and I've been in those positions too, where it's like I was being offered something, and I knew I was worth more, and um, in a in a recent situation, I aimed for that more, and I didn't specifically get that, but I got more than what I thought I was supposed to have, right? Like, yeah, so. It's it's super powerful. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think I will say that someone may be saying, oh, well, I'm sure you used your following. Absolutely, I did. But I'm telling you, there's a whole lot of opportunity out there. It has nothing to do with following. It has everything to do with your voice, your relationships, and maximizing what is already um, you know available to you. Right. I'm sure there's opportunity right in your contacts. You know, that you met someone at a coffee shop or so-and-so's friend and you're like, I don't want to reach out right now because I'm not in the right position and blah, blah. Reach out. At least we know right now people are like one of two places in their house or close to their house. You know, they're not on planes and flying around and in meetings and on highways. And this is the time when people are stationed there. I know that's what I thought. I said, okay, I know this is the time where people are, this is as slow as it's going to get. So mm. let me get in their face now, <laughs> um, realizing that things might rev, rev up in a way that maybe I won't be able to even keep up with. So let me, you know, take advantage of things right now. And let me just commend you, Eric. You're an awesome friend as well. I'm so grateful you. for you. Uh, you are such a man of God. Your prayers are anointed. Your voice is anointed. This platform is anointed. I'm so excited to see what God continues to do through you and everything attached to you. <laughs> Amen. Um, I'll take that. I'll take that. We're coming to the end, but I, I it, this was just on my heart right now. It was just burning. Could you share a recent testimony of of uh, an encounter that you might have had with a person through something that the Lord put in your heart or 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 just anything that that took you back like whoa God you know is there is there anything there yeah I have countless testimonies um my one thing that comes to mind is my friend Amanda Amanda Hill um I, I have to look up what her Instagram is but I can give it to you guys and she really has a small following Um, But my mom gave me one of her videos of her giving a testimony um, about how God favored her with a place. Um, Mm. And she didn't qualify, credit didn't qualify, income didn't qualify, all this stuff. And God had blessed her with a place that she didn't even think about, you know, that was beyond her own expectations. Um, she's a smaller, uh, influencer, but I say on the rise. Okay. Uh, and I reached out to her via DM and I just said, you blessed me so much. Thank you. And she's now, she ended up being one of the first people, um, I told intimate parts of my story to, you know, um, really felt breakthrough and release. And actually she lives in Dallas and, Um, I had to go to Dallas for a conference and I was like, let's meet up. So we met up um, and God used her to to bless me. So Mm. here I am following and all this stuff. And um, God just told me that she was a safe place. She was a safe place to share certain things that I was going through. Um, And she's just been a huge, that relationship has been a tremendous blessing to me. Um, So it can be something that simple where that was social media. 
And it connected me to someone. I was in Los Angeles. She was in Dallas. Um, It just happened to be I was going to Dallas for the first time, like a few months later. Um, But we've been able to maintain a solid friendship, a core. I would consider her to be a part of my tribe, a part of, you know, my pillars. Uh, Just like there were disciples who surrounded Jesus. I've been in the season of just uh, making sure you have a tribe of people who are gifted at different things, who you trust to counsel you from a sound place. Um, And she's just been a huge, huge blessing. So relationships, again, I told you guys earlier, so important to me. They're so critical to me. I don't have a sister you just have a conversation with or a cousin. So I really try to be a good friend. Um, And then I'm really intentional about who I allow in my life to know certain information. And um, for me to find that through the internet, (laughs) God is able. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, Chansey, can you just give uh, our audience any last words of encouragement that you may have for them? Maybe they're wanting to, you know, start their business off and and they really are trying to, you know, take social media up and beyond, or um, maybe they they just need some words of encouragement to to get closer to God. What can you tell them? I, I believe it's so important uh, in this season to realize that um, our ways are not God's ways. Our thoughts are not His thoughts. And the quicker we get in alignment with Him, the quicker things start to fall into place. And I'm not just speaking at you. I'm speaking, this is about me as well, um, and to tap into him, um, to literally bringing it back to the beginning, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and not to just ramble that off, but to slow down and seek him. He said, seek me and I'll be found. He -hmm. says, pray without ceasing. So to not get tireless, to find the soldier in you, to find the warrior in you. He says, endure as a good soldier. So to to put on the armor of God and to really fight for this relationship with God, because right now the enemy is fighting against us. He wants us to feel defeated. He wants us to feel discouraged. He wants us to feel like no one cares about us, even God. And I'm here to tell you that is a lie from the pit of hell. Mm. I'm telling you that God loves you with an everlasting love. You think you care about your goals. I'm telling you God cares about them way more. And he wants to achieve way more with them than what you want to. Not Mm. only does he want you to achieve financial success and to break curses off your family, but he wants you to save souls. He wants you to set the captives free. He wants you to deliver people. And and he has such a bigger mission and plan. So if we take the narrow path that seems longer, you know, it it is rigorous. It does take a lot of patience. But if we take that path, I promise you that the the promises for your life are yea and amen. He yeah. will still do exceeding abundant above all that we can ask or think. And don't think a pandemic changes that. He allowed the pandemic, but he's God of the pandemic. He's God of your life. He's God of this world. So to trust him and be unwavering in that trust. That's something I've had to I learned over the past few seasons that you either going to trust them or you're not. 
Stop wavering. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So we're not to be unstable. We are to be sure that he is God. We're to be sure that he's king of all kings. He's Lord of all lords. He, the president, the government, what? Mm. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a kingdom citizen. So I'm a kingdom citizen oh. and the rules change for us. And so I, I think it's so important to rest and who he is and who he's called you to be, to not think that your dreams are worthless and you are worthless and everything you're doing is failing. No, you're being processed because he has something great in store for you. And although you're concerned about your goals, he's concerned about your character. He's concerned about your heart. He's concerned about that area of unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment you may have. And so he's purging all that away so that when you do get to the platform, we won't bring shame to his name. Mm -hmm. He can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I'm so proud of you. So to allow yourself to be processed in this season, um, and be encouraged and surround yourself with people who are literally iron sharpening iron and not someone who will discourage you in any way or uh, make you think anything other than the truth of God and the plans that God has for your life. Amen. So that was a ramble. Woo! But I got excited and felt the presence of the Lord on that one. So it's for somebody watching. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Wandering Sun podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to connect with us, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at the Wandering Sun. And if you have any words of encouragement or testimony you would like to share with us, please visit thewanderingsun.com and leave us a message. Also, if you have any prayer requests, if you need help, if you need community, messages at thewanderingsun.com and we'll try our best to help you. I pray God continues to bless and protect you and we'll catch you on the next episode.